Hey everybody, this is Hunter Howard. I'm the lead pastor of Encounter Church. Here at Encounter Church, our vision is helping people encounter God. And that's what I pray and hope for you today, that you will encounter God through this message. Enjoy. It's so important that as we continue, that we understand that we are part of a family. Some of this is going to be a review from last Sunday, so I'm going to need you to help me out, okay? Well, I'm going to need you to help me out with this. But Ephesians chapter 2, 18 to 22 says, Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. I mean, right there, that one sentence is the gospel of Jesus Christ. We all come to the Father, God the Father, by the Holy Spirit because of what Jesus has done for us, right? So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You're all your citizens along with all God's holy people. Here we go. You're member, members of God's family together, right? Come on, say God's family together. God's family together. We are his house. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We're carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles also belong, or also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. We're his family. We're his people. together (laughs) not separate so important you want to grow as a disciple of Jesus I'm going to teach you a couple of quick things here in just a minute but before I get to that if you really want to grow we have to stay together if there's one thing I've seen cause people to stop growing in a relationship with God and their walk with Christ is that they, we separate, right? Because to to be a family, we need to be together. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 and 13, and also verse 27, the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up, come on, say, many? Many. One. One. Very good. So it is with the body of Christ. Some are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, some are free. We've all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Here it is. Ready? See if you can remember this from last week. Here we go. (laughs) Ready? All of you together. Turn around. Look at somebody else. Say, all of us together. Our Christ body, ready? And each of you is part of it. All right, see, again, I know this is a review from last week. See if you can remember. Ready? All together, each. Ready? Why am I doing this silly thing? One, I love kids and kids' church, so it's good to do that kind of thing, right? 
But it's important to know that together we're a family, but that each one of us is a part. Each one of us has a role to play. Right? Together we're a family, not separate. Separated, we couldn't be a family. But all together, we also each and every one have a part to play. Come on, tell somebody, you're important. We're all different, right? We're all different, and we're each important. We're different and important. We need each other. If we're going to truly function as a family and be healthy disciples of Jesus, we need each other. We help each other. We strengthen each other's weaknesses, right? Together we form a family and we together as his family are God's representation in the earth. And the whole purpose of our family, God's family, is to represent him so more people will join God's family, right? That's our purpose. Our purpose is to get as many people as possible into God's family. Yes? So... It's important to be an active part of the family. It's important to be an active part of the body of Christ, to stay connected, to get discipled. So I know we learned a lot of that in the retreats. We learned a lot of that on last Sunday. But I want to take it a step further today. How do I grow? Okay? Because we're all together a family, and each one of us is part of a family. How do you individually grow as a disciple of Jesus? Who wants to grow as a disciple of Jesus? I don't know about you, but I've come a long way, but I got a lot longer, a lot longer way to go, right? I got a lot more to learn, a lot more to grow, and I want to grow. So I want us to go to Romans chapter 12 today. The question today is, how can I grow as a disciple of Jesus? We're going to go through this, and then we're going to have some baptisms because we got some, some, uh, some family members that want to make sure that they go public about it, okay? But let me tell you how to grow as a disciple of Jesus. This is going to be quick and simple. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Has God done anything for you? Well, because of all he's done for you, give your body, give your whole life to him. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice. We'll come back to that. The kind he'll find acceptable. This is truly the way to what? Real worship is a life given to God, right? That's what real worship is. And then he kind of explains it a little bit. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, the way that the world does things, right? But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think, right? So we see the biblical recipe for being a new person is to change the way we, the way we think. Come on, tell somebody, you are what you think. And you know, the, the common phrase is, you are what you eat, right? Well, that kind of goes together because whatever you feed your mind, that's who you're going to become. Okay? Whatever you feed your mind is what you're going to become because we are what we think. 
And it says if we let God transform us into new people by changing the way we think, then it, then it says, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Let's jump down now to verses 5 and 6. So it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of, come on, many, one, many, one, and we all belong to each other. Just like your pinky belongs to your hand and that your hand belongs to your arm, your arm belongs to your torso, and your torso belongs to your body. Each of us are part of the body, part of the family, and we belong to each other. Turn and tell somebody, you belong to me. <laughs> I knew that one was going to be different. <laughs> in, in a sense. In a sense. Don't be telling somebody else's wife or husband they belong to you now. But <laughs> as a family, as a body, as a family and as a body, we belong to each other. And in fact, if we don't belong to each other, if we don't stay together, we won't function as a body, right? Because my pinky can't function without my hand. My hand can't function without my arm. My arm can't function without the rest of my body. Each of our body parts belong to each other. So it is with Christ's body. And in his grace, it says God has given different, given us different gifts for doing certain things well. Every one of us does something well. Every one of us probably does a handful of things well. And if we get to know each other, as a family and as a body, we'll realize we're not all good at the same things. Right? We're not all good at the same things. That's why we need each other. Because <laughs> I need what you're good at and you need what I'm good at. We're all given different gifts for doing certain things. Well, I mean, how wonderful is our father? He's put together a family. We belong to each other. And nobody has it all. Right? I mean, some people think they have it all. But nobody has it all. But together, we do have it all. We really do. As the family of God, we lack nothing. As individuals, we lack a lot. <laughs> but as a family, together, we lack nothing. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you, and I'm not going to keep going down the list. You can keep reading Romans 12, and it starts telling you, you know, prophecy and um, what, what are the other gifts that it says? Teaching and leadership and hospitality and all these different things that we're all different and, and, and you know, we're all different and we're good at. So the point is we need each other if we're going to make it, if we're going to make it strong and we're going to make it healthy. But how do you grow as an individual disciple of Jesus? Number one, offer your whole life to God. Your whole life. Your whole life. He says, because of all he's done for you, give your body. And that is actually all we have in this life. <laughs> Lose your body, you're dead, right? This life is over until this body is resurrected when Jesus returns, right? 
So when he says, offer your body, he's literally, what, what, what Paul is teaching here, the, 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 the followers of Jesus, is it's not just about giving your heart. Because some people have given my heart to Jesus, but not really my whole life, right? No, no, no. Offer, if you offer your body, you're offering everything because it contains us. Give your whole life to God. If you want to grow, give him everything, not just part of you. Give him all of you. In fact, he says, he gives a description of it as a living sacrifice, which is like, they're opposites. It, it's, it's, it's kind of a dichotomy because a sacrifice is typically dead, right? A sacrifice is dead. But he's saying, I want you to be a living sacrifice. In other words, you're going to live, and as you live your life in this body, lay it down as if you were dead. Live, live as if you were dead. How, what does that mean? Dead to the world. Dead to the ways of this world. That's why he says, don't copy the world, right? Live a life that is dead to the ways of the world and alive to God. And that's what it means to offer our whole life. Now we live fully for God and no longer for the world. We don't live like everybody else. We live differently. And it's not because we're better than others. It's because we have a new father, a new king, a new family, right, that we belong to. And we do life differently. Offer your whole body to God. Be dead to the ways of the world and be alive to him. Number two, how do I grow as a disciple? Renew your mind. Learn to think differently. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but just by making Jesus Christ your Lord doesn't mean that all of a sudden you press a button and all of a sudden everything you used to think just all of a sudden changes, right? There's an immediate and radical change in our heart, but it takes time to learn to think differently. Why? Because we're used to thinking the way we've always thought. You have to learn. We have to learn to think differently. And if we learn to think differently, we will learn to obey, uh, to behave differently, right? And that's the only way that we can actually discover and enjoy God's will. And his will is good. His will is good. If we learn to think differently, we'll learn to know and enjoy his will. Now, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of important things, right, about learning to think differently. We talked about it, the encounter retreat, about discipleship and all that. But I just want to say to everybody, the number one way to learn to think differently, to think like God instead of thinking like the world, somebody already said it, right? Get his word in you. Feed your mind the word of God. Make a habit of reading his word, reading the Bible every day of your life. Because the more you feed your mind his word, the more you're going to think like him. Okay? That's how you grow. Finally, number three, I, I said, how do I grow as an individual? Well, I tricked you because there's no way to grow as an individual without the body. Number three, bless the body. If you want to grow as an individual, you need to be a good body part. <laughs> Okay, a healthy body part. What does that mean? Be well connected to the body so you can stay healthy. 
Stay well connected to the body so you can stay healthy. But do this also. I've learned in following Jesus now for about 27, 28 years, okay, that the more I focus on being a blessing, the more I get blessed too. And that's why Paul is saying here, we've all been given different gifts for doing certain things well, so do your part. Do what you do well to bless the body. And if you will give your life to be a blessing to the body, to be a blessing to the family of God, in return, you're going to get your socks blessed off. Focus on blessing others and you're going to get blessed in return. That's the way it works. If I, you know, I know a lot of Christians focus on my blessing, my blessing, my blessing, my blessing. Okay, well, the way to be blessed is to be a blessing. And the more you get blessed, the more you can be a blessing. And the more you be a blessing to others, the more you're going to get blessed. It's just the way it works. We harvest what we plant, right? Very simple. Offer your whole life to God. Renew your mind and bless the body. This is how we grow as a disciple of Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really believe God spoke to you through his word today and is moving in your life. If you'd like more information about Encounter Church or you'd like to give your tithes and offerings, you can visit our website at EncounterChurchAtlanta.org. I'd also like to invite you to share this message on social media. Thanks again.